bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of a judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So, I'm a little bummed. I got a lot of stuff to do today. I got the folks from Northwestern Mutual with International Women's Month. We were talking about women and finance and some of the different things they can do. But I've been thinking about something all day, and it's been driving me crazy. So, it's not Pop-Off Friday, so I don't know what it is, but today is Wednesday. It's still hump day. Stuff I should be getting over with, oh, and by the way. We're going to be doing the one call that's all 5K giveaway qualification on today. So make sure you listen to my show. But I digress. I have to make an admission. I think Monday should be reserved for admissions, right? Like admission Monday. It's not like you're checking into a hospital or a mental institution or something. But. I'm sick of people telling me to be the better man. It's official. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of 
people saying be the better person. It's 2023, and I personally do not want to be the better person. Sometimes I want to draw back. And smack some people. Sometimes. When you get used. And abused. Lied on. Cheated. Talked about. Mistreated. Used. Abused. Scorned. People always say take the high road. And my question today. Is why. Why do I ask that? Well, my reason is another question that came up. Why is the black community, or basically Milwaukee as a whole, obsessed with collaborating? Everybody's out for themselves. Everybody wants their own money. There's nothing wrong with that. But I don't understand why we're obsessed with collaborating. You have to be able to work in a team. We call people teammates. And then there's that other word. We're partners. Really? Let's go back to collaborating. What is the big deal about collaborating? Well, you got to show you can get along with people. You got to show that that always comes from the people that have the money that's running the company, that's running the organization, that's telling you what to do. But they never collaborate. They expect you to collaborate, but they never collaborate. And do words like partner mean anything when money is transacted? Are we partners when you're paying me? Aren't you in charge if you have the money and you're paying me any more so than if I'm paying you? I'm in charge. We're not partners. It's a cute word that we use. But we're not partners. Well, as of today... Wednesday, March 15th, 2023, I choose not to be used anymore. I choose not to be abused, mistreated, talked about, lied on, and I refuse to take the high road. Why? Because I choose to be treated the way that I think I should be treated, whether you agree or not. I choose to be paid what I'm worth. Or at least have an opportunity to negotiate. I think that's reasonable. But there are some people in the world that really don't want that. They don't want to be great. They don't want to be special. They don't want to be out front. They don't want to be famous. They don't even want to be infamous. They they just want to check. Clock out at 5 o'clock and go home. Those are the people when Tory Lowe talked about working a four-hour work week, those are the people that'll work four hours. They'll come in the fifth day and work anyway because they don't really care. They'll work five, ten-hour days and make 50 hours on a salary, not get paid extra. They don't care. Why? Because they don't want the drama. They don't want the smoke. They also don't want to step up. They don't want to be involved. Hey, Milwaukee, sound familiar? I'm looking for what I am worth, what my value is. 
I don't care whether or not you value me. I value me. I at least want to work to have an opportunity to negotiate. If not, hey, just say no. But then again, I heard somebody say the other day, and it was a great comment. I heard somebody the other day say that no is a full sentence. And I thought about that and I said to myself, you know what? I have another word that's a full sentence. Everybody come in your face and say, be the better man. Everybody come in your face and want to not have you negotiate and not get what you want, not get what you need, but it's always on them. Give them a full sentence. Bye. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833 212 1017 is the number. All right. So, okay, I was done. I was complaining about them. I'm, I'm tired of, sure, why not? Um, I'm, I'm tired of people always telling me to be the better man. So I said, I'm not the better man anymore. I'm done. I understand. I'm done. I don't know, but I don't have a headphones today. What? Hang on a second. I don't need. Okay. Okay, we're gonna do a redo. Here we go. Because we got like twelve pairs sitting over here. Oh, okay. Hey, it's live radio. Thank you, sir. Look at that. Look at that, man. You make me feel so good. Service with a smile. (laughs) Service with a smile. All right. That's better. All right, we rocking and rolling. We're rocking and rolling. We're rocking and rolling. All right, first we're going to do this. Planning, insurance, and investing are all important aspects to building generational wealth. 
Dr. Ken Harris has you covered with a lesson in financial empowerment right here on the new 101.7 The Truth. Financial empowerment on 101.7 The Truth is presented by Northwestern Mutual. At Northwestern Mutual, their version of financial planning helps you live your dreams today. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Today we're with Northwestern Mutual's J.B. Bell and Erica Wright from the Bell and Wright Agency. I'm mad. I'm already mad because it's International Women's Month. Is there a men's month? Uh, it's Don't whatever the month. Every month. Whatever the month. Stop. Uh, no, no. If I no. get all the months. Stop. Whatever month they have a, a Super Bowl. Right? You got Mother's Day. Y'all got Father's you Day. Got Sweetest Day. You got Father's Sweet, Day. They got Sweetest yeah. Day. Y'all, y'all, y'all have month. Sweetest Day. No, we don't. No, we no, got no, one no. day. Exactly. And then we barely get that day. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't. All right, we done. We done. We done. Here's breakfast, Dad. Okay, bye. Poop. Gone. That's not the case. Nothing. But no, we got to sit here and talk about International Women's Day. surrounded by you all. And the beauty of it is that recognize, like not a lot of people recognize that men and women have different needs, different ways. Mm-hmm different uh, participation levels, different everything. And so instead of embracing it, you know, Erica's right. Society has really just kind of, yeah, you could be here. You know, it's, it's you know, I heard somebody say, because you were talking about the glass ceiling. Somebody said, well, that's not glass, that's concrete. Mm-hmm. You need a chisel and you can break it. And the thing is, you think you know what's on the other side, but they never uh-huh. let they never let you see it, so you'll never want it. Uh-huh. And so I thought it was interesting this month to talk about some of the unique things to women. You know, I thought about like what what would happen, and I guess it changes all the time. And I that's well, that's the other reason I don't like coming here because then y'all be correcting me like, no, Ken, it's like this. If I were to pass away. My wife has a different way and different needs as it relates financially, even though the children are out the house. Mm-hmm. But I but I never really thought about it. Yeah. But the flip side is if she passes away, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's different. But like I guess I guess I'm gonna put Erica on blast. But but like she <laughs> said earlier, should, should. but like she said earlier, you know, every day is men's day. Yeah. You just don't even think about it. You don't you don't think about things like financial planning. Like do you trust women to do your financial planning? Do you they run households all over the world, but then when it comes to something important like financial money. Money. Mm-hmm. And so it is different. What are what are some of the unique financial planning um needs for women that are different? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I will start out by saying, and I and I say this sometimes when I'm talking to women, I feel like we've just we've been dissed throughout you know history, right? We've been dis disrespected, disrupted, all of the the dissed you can kind of think about when it comes to <laughs> okay, us, come on, right? we've kinda, been dissed. You kind of digging up. <laughs> See, he didn't he didn't already passed out. <laughs> JB is like, I'm out. Dissected, <laughs> dissected. <laughs> Man, y'all decapitated. But but you know, you're right. so you're right. You're you're absolutely right. right. And then when, when it, it comes to African American women, even more. Even more. Right? Right. And so when you think about the fact that we we make less money, we live longer. Y'all should work harder. 
<laughs> but isn't that what people say? That's yeah. exactly what they say. Which is utterly ridiculous. And we and we work hard in every aspect of our life. Right. Unfortunately, the work doesn't just turn off. Like for you know men, we have to continue working when we get home. We do. We have a lot of unpaid labor. We're caretakers. That that brings us out of the workforce. Think about. Um, mm-hmm. When we're at home watching kids, does it does it make sense for the kids to go to daycare or does it make sense for someone to stay at home? Mm-hmm. That person typically staying at home is the woman. Now, is that a financial like choice or is it or does it matter? How's that? Oh, uh, does, does it matter which one? Yeah. Or I mean, how do you even make that decision? Well, that typically comes from the 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 wife and the husband having those conversations mm-hmm. and saying, who should it be? Right. Um, but again, most of the time it's the woman and women now are having children later. And so you think about you having a child in your 30s now versus, you know, right. previously you're having it in your 20s. And then you may get back in the workforce. But now you have to come out of the workforce again. Right. Because maybe you're not taking care of your children. You're taking care of your parents. Right. And we're typically the mm. the oldest daughter is the one that typically takes care of the parents. And so you're capping out, you know, you're taking away wow. from your wages. You already make less. You're not working as much. And then um, in addition to that, you live longer. Right. So your money needs to go further. We're more likely to be alone. Right. If. if a husband passes away or we uh, you get, divor- away, get divorced. Divorce. Okay. Men will typically, I always say, they'll Aww. get another family. They'll, she, they'll easily she, go get another she, family, you know. Is she, but no. woman, is she woman's planning? It's, it's women's mom. So yes, you know. It's women's mom. So just let it go. Let no, but. Um, right, we go. We, we doesn't apply. Slide. The studies do show apply. women are more likely to be alone. Um, So you have to. Financial planning is a woman's issue, right? You really need to make sure um, that you have a good understanding of your your planning, your finances, and how you want your life to play out long term. She's not making me happy. Yeah, man. I, I, you see me. I'm just being quiet. I'm over here. So then when it comes <laughs> to saving for retirement, what if I was a woman— which I don't really understand because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. What did you have to be aware of? Like when, when, when you know retirement's coming, you know, because I, I hear these commercials, you know, is your 401k enough? Is your 403b enough? The way today is going with banks? No, it's really not. And so what specifically should a woman be aware of or do so that they can have a comfortable retirement? And, and I want you to go back and, kind of massage the word comfortable too because that's kind of to each his own um and so what i would say number one is have a plan right you if you need to you know gather your team up talk to an advisor and actually think about what it is that you want to um you want your retirement to look like Mm because we have to but what do you mean you have to have an end destination i mean i know i gotta pay the house will probably be paid off, so I got to pay my taxes. What do you want to be doing? I got, does, right. does your children live in the same city as you? If they mm-hmm. don't, then typically you want to be traveling. If you right. have grandkids, you're going to want to go see shows. You're going to want to go, mm-hmm. you know, to their their concerts. Recitals. Yeah, stuff that. like that. Okay. You're going to want to be traveling. 
um, is it somewhere where you know you don't want to be in the cold weather as you get older and you want to be in warmer places? Yes, I do. Do mm-hmm. you know, do you want to spend a more, you know, a lot of time out with friends? Is is water important to you? Do you want to move to a coast? Like all of those things are are lifestyles that you ultimately um, will make adjustments to have in retirement. You have to think about that before you decide or or you should be thinking about it before you get to that point so that way you can back into it. But how do I monetize that? How do I sit here and say, okay, so I want to be in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I want this, this, this mine. I, I want to I I sell my house. I want an apartment downtown. I want a, probably a condo in Seattle in the area. And we start looking at the cost. We and start then, looking at all okay. of that. We start... Okay. But well, I already know Seattle is 65% higher than anything. I would like the cost of living is uh-huh. 65% higher than here. Yep. And so we we look at whatever it is and we get a number. So let's just say for you to live in Seattle it's going to cost you $7,000, $8,000 a month. Right. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty low, but OK. Yeah, I'm just I'm just <laughs> a number. I would say yeah, like I'm just 10, throwing a number. If it's 12. let's say it's 10, 12, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Then we're going to back into that and say, OK, well, if you need to live off of twelve thousand dollars for the next 30 years, the next 35 years, because right? people y'all are living, living longer. Forever. Women don't die anymore, brother. They don't die. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't transition, they translate. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right? They don't die. It's, they like, it's like a new language, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the thing is, um we I just I can't say it enough when we say plan, um, we're not talking about just having some statements hanging around, right? We we're literally talking about so using I, software. So I can't just throw my money in <laughs> and just sit there and watch it. No, no, no. I'm no. waiting. Okay, when I get to that day, I should have. Is there and we're going to add inflation to that. We're going to calculate, okay, well, prices are going up. Mm-hmm. We're going to calculate all of that into the plan and come up with a number that you need. So some of those people that did this 20 years ago are now thinking to themselves, that wasn't enough. Some oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we see that sometimes um, because you, you just got to remind yourself what is retirement is essentially like planning for a 30 year vacation, basically, you know, and, and that that's you don't want to just do that two or three years before you got to be thorough. Times change. Inflation's real. There's so many things that affect your money that you don't control. So are we talking canoe vacation, paddle boat vacation or yacht? I mean, well, it de- it depends on, it depends. on the and, person. And yeah. that's really what you have to think in terms of uh-huh. what yeah. type of comfortability factor do you have and so that whole comfortable thing because i got people who want to live off of ten thousand dollars a month and then i got people who say four is enough Mm. right and they they live (laughs) i want to move there you know some people are just like you know i mean we we and actually we got people with a lot of money that say i can i can survive off of four grand and you know that's fine um and they just don't want to do you know as much but whatever it is we want to make sure that again you have a plan and you know what it's going to take to get there mm-hmm. what resources do you have is it a 401k do you have a pension do you have you know stocks or you know or outside estate, money real stuff. yep how oh, are we going to oh. fund it right because oh, that's God. a big thing too a lot of people think okay well i'm just going to dump money into my 401k and build it as long as i can and then i'll be set 
But taking money out and distributing it the right way is 10 times more important than accumulating it because mm. you got to think about the taxes, right? You got to think about a lot of other things, health care. Yep. Where were you 20 years ago? Oh, well, she probably wasn't old enough, so. We were in college and she was being hard on me then, too. So we think about the fact that, that we want to retire. So I was, I was one of those people when I was growing up, fairly poor. Father's side was fairly well off. My side with my mother when they divorced wasn't. But I always looked at, well, I'm just never going to be, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, existing and working, you know, get a pension and that'll be that. Right. Mm-hmm. I always laughed at people that said, hey, you know, you better be careful because you're doing some stuff. You're going to end up making more money after you retire than before. And I went, well, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. That makes absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. But that's the opposite of what a woman has to look at, because now her husband has passed. She has a house. She's got cars, all this stuff, and now it's liquid. And her, oh, I thought I was going to have, you know, seven or $800,000 is now $2 million. Mm-hmm. And now you got to deal with that in terms of how you, like you said, how, how are you going to distribute it? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things that, that go into that. Yes. Know? And so that or the other way around where you, you know, you're used to the two incomes, but now when mm-hmm. you, you know, your husband passes away, you only get one of those Social Security checks. Right. Right. And so now we got to make adjustments. We got to figure out, wow. you know, how do wow. the pieces to the puzzle fit? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's scary. When we come back, I want to talk about how to pay off loans and money. And when you die, like your know, husband dies and I got to pay off. The, I got this house. I got cars. I got bills. How do you do that? And then what can women actually do to help themselves long-term. That's scary. That doesn't have really to scary. be. doesn't have to be. That's wow. what I'm saying. If we know, the, if we know what we're working with, we can right. do better. Okay. Yeah, there, there was a wise philosopher who, who once said, um, don't be scared. Yes, he did. That's it. <laughs> don't be scared. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to our good friends from Northwestern Mutual, J.B. Bell and Erica Wright. When we come back, Women, International Women's Month. Traffic, sports, and weather next. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Northwestern Mutual. Bell and Wright Agency. J.B. Bell and Erica Wright on this International Women's Month. I don't even know why we was talking. Best month all year. We should have died. Who you telling? And my wife's birthday of this month, too? Come on now. So I only get one gift. <laughs> <laughs> one gift. So we were, we were talking about women. So why is it that women like pay off loans slower than men. Um, is, is it because they, they make less or dealing with multiple things or what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we we make less money. Um, we, you know, have, and, and a lot of times we have more loans. Like when you think about student loan debt, 
we typically graduate with more uh, more student loans than men do as well. So it does take us a bit longer to pay wow. off. And so then how do you help yourself long term? Like paying off debt and... Yeah, just really getting the understanding of it, right? Know your interest rates. Again, I think everything comes down to have a game plan, have some sort of strategy, right? So if you're looking at, you know, the the different debt that you have, you want to understand what your budget is, right? If there's extra in your budget that can go towards paying off, you know, additional money on your loans, let's talk about mm-hmm. those numbers. Okay. If you're getting... Extra money through windfalls, whether that may be a, a tax return or a bonus or things like that. Mm-hmm. You're taking that to put pay off um, additional debt. But um, really just making sure, again, that there's some sort of plan, some sort of strategy in place. Um, and also be mindful of the interest rates, right? So I'm, I'm a big proponent of... Uh, the avalanche, I know, you know, some people look mm-hmm. at the, the snowball and right, right. basically snowball is paying the um, Small. smallest debts first. Avalanche is paying the highest interest rates right. first. Right. Um, whichever way that you choose, you should know, right? How much interest are you paying? What are you being charged? Mm-hmm. So many people that we talk to don't even know, you know, what the interest rates are, and what they're paying huh? it can be very high. Mm-hmm. All the paperwork they send you, the website, and if you don't understand it, or mm-hmm. if, again, as a woman, you just, especially if you got kids, in terms you got, of priority, you're, yeah, you're look, you're just trying to make the day work, right? It's so much stuff that, man, what am I gonna cook for dinner? I'll I'll start by saying that if my husband is listening, you need to start cooking more dinners because I don't want to think about what we're going to have for She's dinner. But that's, in trouble, that's, yeah. that's, inter- that's, that's energy, <laughs> right? Oh, so absolutely. It's, it's absolutely. a lot of energy that you're just going into uh, on a regular basis. If right. this is not your thing, you're really just not thinking about it or taking the time out to, to know it. Yeah, and I think another thing that um, you know slows down that process of paying things down, I mean, not only are you making less money, um, but then you have women have to deal with a lot of expectations. Erica just hit on about you're, you're expected. What's, what are the kids going to eat? You expect to help the kids with their their homework. Um, you have expectations to help other family. A lot of times, um, if you really think about it, even making less, we have a lot of clients that come to us that are still giving money to their mother, or their father, their families to help out. Wow. Um, another thing, um, I see women being the biggest givers in church. If you really think about it, for in, stand, in terms of standpoints for offerings, we see. That a lot as well. So how do you save money and make more money when you're giving money to your parents before they actually live with you and you're taking them off your taxes? Like, Mm -hmm. really? Well, again, from from the time, in my opinion, um, a woman is born, um, these expectations are being layered. They become ingrained with their their psychology, in my opinion. And so then at that point in time where it comes a place where it's really important to be assertive and to put yourself first— it's more challenging. I think as a man, we can sometimes take that for granted that we, we get that freedom to um, be um, selfish. To, to say no. Degrees. Right, exactly. To kind of move around as we want, you yep. know. Yep. So so I, I just think, especially in this day and age, it's really important for women to be thoughtful around, like, what has happened. You used to hear mama say, you know, if everybody jump off a cliff, are you going to do the same thing? Well, you really have to start looking around now and saying, okay, women are living longer. Um, that is incredible amount of health care costs that are associated with that. Um, there are so many situations we can think of where women may be primary caregivers for someone and they almost become chronically ill themselves 
and there's not a lot left over for them when it's all right. said and done. Right. So I think at some point in time, you have to like look in the mirror and be okay and not look at it as being selfish. I don't, I don't believe in, I guess, being selfish. I think it's like that's at the cost of someone else, but self care is really essential. Which means being first, yes. prioritized. There you go. Wow. You know? Any last words, Erica? Again, I would say have a plan, mm-hmm. talk to an advisor. Talk to, you know, someone if you don't have the knowledge in this area, um, because it's important. If you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. And how do we get in touch with you guys? EricaWright.nm.com. James.Bell at nm.com. Or right. you can call us at our number, 414-615-1855. 1855. Thank you much. I appreciate it. Once again, leaving some um, interesting gems this International Women's Month. I guess I have to say... Happy International Women's Month, Eric. Thank you. All right. I'm not cooking. So. <laughs> See? That's what I'm saying. When we came in, she did make me make her coffee. And, yeah. and I had to put five squirts of vanilla in there and chocolate. She was just, Listen, just, now, you don't have to. I already got the note. I already got the note. Dairyland. Tonight, there, see, it's just, it's just home. Thank you much. I appreciate it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Northwestern Mutual Financial Services, J.B. Bell and Erica Wright. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the actual number. So I've been going through uh, a few things in the news that got me kind of, you know, interesting. I want to say thank you to Northwestern Mutual's uh, J.B. Bell and Erica Wright for coming in and talking about International Women's Month and things that are going on here in Milwaukee and, and all over the world as it, as it relates to those types of things. Uh, we've got a few stories that I want to dive into, uh, but I'm going to take it kind of <clears throat> light um, before we get to the 5 o'clock hour. Um, got some heavy topics, got some things that are pretty Pretty cool, but I'll just ask, should should we be letting resource officers back into schools? That's the question I have. 833-212-1017 is the number. From Madison, Wisconsin, and Associated Press, schools that experience a high number of crimes would have to hire police officers and station them in their buildings under a Republican-authored bill the state assembly passed yesterday. So if it goes to the state Senate and it passes, I wonder if the governor will actually um, sign it. But under the bill, if a school has more than 100 incidents in a semester and at least 25 of those result in arrest, the school must hire an armed 
security resource officer to work at the school. The cost of hiring would be partially reimbursed by the state using COVID relief money. And the state education department said it could not calculate how many schools may qualify. We know how many schools qualify. You track all those kids that, that get in trouble and cause trouble and do all sorts of things. You know that. You know that. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm I'm not necessarily convinced that this will actually work. I don't know. Do we do we need to um have children actually, you know, do that? I don't know. 833-212-1017 is the number. If you want to see us live, you can go to 1017 the truth on Twitter. And we are broadcasting live here from the studio. So you'll be able to see us uh, live on the air. Talking to uh, the guy named Black Conscience. What's going on? Peace, Dr. Ken. Now yourself in good health to you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to ask you a question. Absolutely not. Huh? Why not? Uh, yeah, you at cause. I mean, what good are they? They they ain't preventing anything from happening, and when they do step in, they overly aggressively at our children all the time. Know, you come on, come on. Uh, enough, enough, come enough. on. Let some go down. They, well, you know, enough. We we can have that debate later. But to my point, you know who they could Wait offer those jobs to? Who? Some of the unemployed fathers, uncles, grandfathers who will be more than willing and will recognize the situation prior to it happening. No, know the kids, the kids respect. Not necessarily. And they can associate uh, a good number of. Uh, Not necessarily. Uh, I would and do a good number of them. Do a good number of them qualified. The uncles. Do a good number of them qualified well, to work know, with kids. We're, to be in school. We're talking about the ones training. that are qualified, the ones that are law abiding citizens, the ones that are okay. retired and have a lot to offer young, impressionable minds mm. in a respectful and guiding way. How about we not bash how about those, we not bash bro. the police so that they too can the let me let me finish. No, I didn't say I did you did. Not. I didn't say you did. Okay. Notice I said we how about we, as a community, not bash the police so that they, too, can live in the space of being good fathers and good husbands and brothers? How about that? Well, but, a, but, a, but a wholesale dismissal of cops? No, 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 no. Well, that's what you okay, did. Well, here, 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 here let, me have it, let me have a little something added to that, Dad. Yes, sir. If they do, if they do entertain that, let it be from cops that live in that community. That it can ha- have a better. Yeah, that's that's hor- that's that's splitting hairs. This idiocy <laughs> of cops can't live in a city, and you got to live where you work is ridiculous. Because everybody yeah, in the city not? that works downtown, ninety percent of them don't live in the city. They get to work here just fine. They get to drive here, use up our resources, park on our streets. Yeah, uh, and they're not effective either. They're not effective either to our children. There's a disconnect because they don't know the problems and the woes and all the day-to-day because they get to drive away until they're luxury, little whatever, and be so... You make an assumption that if you live in a suburb, you live in luxury? I'm not making... Well, hey. 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 
I didn't have that. <laughs> I mean, because they don't. <laughs> a lot of them don't. I mean, I don't care. I don't care what they don't. But, I live you know, in a city, and I live pretty good in the city. It's a disconnect. It's a disconnect. It's not. But see, you're, it's you're, not. you're in that exception to the rule. I saw friend. it every day. There was no disconnect. That's an assumption and a lie people are promoting that all over the country, we were the last city to do that. We had trouble when right, cops Dr. lived King, in the city. Story, we had trouble. To Stick I'm to your story. You oh, oh, you going to cut me off of my own? Look, look. Black, black conscious. You going to cut me off of my own show? Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. You got, you, you got more important <laughs> to have. All right, brother. Take care. Love. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, somebody might listen to that and think we don't like each other. Why are you shaking your head? For yes, well, get out of here. Um, but think, think about this. Give everybody the same deference you want until they prove. The individual, not the group, that they don't prove themselves worthy. That's all I ask. But for many times, we don't do that. Many times, we don't give cops, public workers, firefighters. You know, we, we complain about how stewardesses, Treat us, but when you've been on a, on the third or fourth leg of your day and you started at 6 a.m. and it's 8 p.m. and you on your last leg to fly somewhere and, and so you can, you know, land and spend the night, people that are fresh on that airplane don't care. At some point, you got to give them a break. At some point, you have to say, you know what, it's been a tough day. And we need to show you some love and show you some respect and understand that it can be a bad day. Like cops can never have a bad day. Firefighters can never have a bad day. Human beings, right? Only cops are treated. Oh, you got to be perfect. And you can't make a mistake. But when we come back after the news, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about some um, issues that are far above the resource officer issue. We're, we're, we're going to talk about some Milwaukee police officers that were charged in connection with the death of Keyshawn Thomas. And we'll look at it from a point of view of just reading the story. And I'll have you tell me what should happen. I have my ideas. I have my thoughts. But I also say that's why it's in court. They'll have a jury of their peers, and if they're found guilty, they'll lose their job, go to jail, whatever happens. And that's how it really goes. And I, I'm under the impression, I'm under the belief that once you're in the system, you should be able to get a fair trial. I agree some people don't belong in the system. And that's something that we have to really think about and reckon with. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We'll be right back.